0: Hi there, everybody. This is going to be uh, my first podcast on the uh, first of many, briefly, on leadership. And sort of want to unpack uh, some thoughts and ideas as to what leadership is and how we can grow in it. Now, leadership is ultimately about movement, about moving ourselves or people or projects from here to there. Here being where we currently are. And their being towards what could be or what you could even say what should be or what God would want for us to have. If you think of people in the Bible, you can clearly see leaders doing this. Moses, for instance, had to move the Israelites from here to there. First, he had to move the Israelites out of Egypt and into the desert. And when they were in the desert, he actually now had to move Egypt out of the Israelites. Same with Joshua. Joshua had to take these very people and again move them from out of the desert and into the promised land. But it was not only physically moving the people, but also moving their faith and their trust and their hope in God. The prophets, as we read through the Old Testament, constantly had to move people away from sin and towards the will of God. As Jesus comes onto the scene, we see him doing the same thing. Jesus had to move our perception of God and His will for our lives. He also had to move us towards the understanding of what impact sin has on our lives. He also moved people. He moved a tax collector, a zealot, and a bunch of fishermen from being ordinary people to extraordinary people. Movement. That's what the leader does. The leader moves things from here to there. Now, many might say, well, I don't know about that. I'm not sure if I like that or if I'm built for that. And in a sense, I have some understanding for that. It's, well, I'm more of a shepherd, more of a manager. Well, it is certainly true that the Bible calls all of us to be great shepherds. And we can do a whole nother podcast on what that would mean. But the Bible also certainly calls us to move things from here to there. And this opening's podcast, I just want to talk about four things, four areas of movement, and in the following podcast, we'll talk about how do we do it. I think first and foremost, we need to move ourselves. One of my favorite scriptures is in John chapter 3, verse 30, where John the Baptist, referring to Jesus, says, He must become greater. I must become less. He must increase, and I must decrease. Uh, It says in another translation. Another translation says, This is the assigned moment for him to move into the center while I slip off to the sidelines. For Jesus to become greater while I become less, for him to increase while I decrease, requires, guess what, movement. And through God's grace, his Spirit, the Scriptures, and other people, my own heart needs to move. It needs to move from here to there. It needs to move from where we currently, or where it currently is, to where God would want it to be, its movement. The second area of movement or things we need to move is we need to move each other. <clears throat> in Colossians chapter 1, verse 28, Paul says, referring to Jesus, he says, He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. The word that would have stood out for the first century audience is everyone. At that time, the Gnostics believed that the knowledge necessary for salvation was so involved and so difficult that it was the possession of but a few men. The Jews, on the other hand, would never have agreed that God had any use for every man. They refused to accept that he was the God of the Gentiles. The idea of him being God uh, to the Gentiles was even blasphemous for them. But here Paul is saying, no, this knowledge is for everyone. The knowledge necessary for salvation is for everyone. Therefore, we teach and admonish everyone towards maturity in Christ as a leader, as my job, to move not only myself towards maturity, but to move those that I'm responsible for towards maturity. Whether that would be those that I lead in my family group, whether that would be my own family. We need to move our families towards seeing the beauty and the value of Jesus. It doesn't just happen naturally. It requires movement. We need to move our children towards knowing Jesus. And we need to move other disciples towards maturity. Paul says that's our call. The third area of movement is that I believe we need to move the mission. In Mark chapter 1, early on, uh, Jesus healing people uh, up to late at night. It says that the house that he was in, that there was so many people coming to it, there wasn't even a room outside of the house anymore. Uh, Yeah, good night's rest. And then it says in Mark 1 verse 35, that very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him. And when they found him, they exclaimed, everyone is looking for you. In other words, Jesus, there are more people that needs to be healed. There are more people with needs. There are more people to be fed. Jesus in response replied, let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages. So I can preach there also. That is why I have come. There were many needs, and there will always be many needs. And Jesus wanted to meet some needs, but he also wanted to move God's mission. And God's mission was proclaiming the kingdom. God's mission was teaching people about himself, him as king of God's kingdom. And Jesus constantly had to move the mission. As leaders, as a leader... We need to move people to engage in the mission. And as we reach out to people, we need to move them towards becoming disciples. We need to help them move their hearts towards God. We need to move them to help them see that Jesus is their greatest treasure. The fourth area of movement is moving the different things that we are responsible for. That could be my family group that I may be responsible for leading. I need to figure out and think about how do I move them if they're not close to each other, if we're not close to each other, and we're not a family, how do I move the group? How do I move them from here not being a family to there being a family? How do I move people towards maybe not being engaged with the poor to engaging them with the poor? How do I help people to maybe not serving on Sundays and kid zone or ushering or whatever area it might be ...towards movement, towards getting there and being engaged and uh, making it their church. Balls down all to movement. <clears throat> That's what leaders do. They move people from here to there. So those are the thoughts, four things of areas of movement to move from here to there. First and foremost, I must move myself. Okay? I cannot take people to where I've not gone. I must make sure that I'm moving closer to be, to be more like Jesus. Secondly, to move each other, to help my family, my spouse, my kids, but those in my family group help them to mature in Christ. Thirdly, to move the mission, uh, to preach there also, to help people becoming disciples and learning how to do it better. And finally, to move the different things that I'm responsible for, whether it is that I'm in the kids zone as a teacher, whether it is that is I'm an usher, or I'm just trying to help my family group move somewhere, uh, but it's all about movement. Uh, So uh, after each podcast, I also like to sort of ask some discussion questions or ask some questions or some ideas or thoughts of things to discuss that you can think about. And uh, So the discussion questions for this podcast would be, number one, how do you think you are doing as a mover and why? How do you think you are doing as a mover and why? So if if you were to put yourself on a scale of of 1 to 10, uh, one is I barely move people anywhere or myself or my family to, to 10 is, man, I'm fully engaged in this and uh, uh, constantly, uh, as much as I can, brainstorm, think, and moving people from, from here to there. That's question number one. Question number two would be, uh, <coughs> sorry, and and on question number one is why. why. Why would I say that? Why would I say I'm a one? Why would I say I'm a two, a three, a four, a five, or a 10, or what have you? Question number two is, what could some plus one steps be for you plus one steps uh, when i talk about a plus one and maybe we'll do a whole podcast on that is but it's not to jump from here to there but to move in small increments of plus one so if i'm currently uh, as a mover i'm a one out of ten or i'm a four out of ten if i'm a four what would a plus one be so what would it look like for me to be a five out of 10. What would that look like? And then obviously, how do I think uh, I will get there? But anyway, I hope this was helpful to you. And uh, please look out for uh, podcast uh, number two on the subject matter of movement from here to there.